uh, we'll go ahead and get started with uh, this evening's uh, Facebook Live. I uh, hope everyone's had a, a great afternoon and uh, enjoyed time with, uh, maybe it was just a restful time or time with family or whatever it may have been, but uh, hopefully you're enjoying the little bit of rain that we're getting right now. And uh, But first of all, just uh, want to welcome you for tuning in, whether you're tuning in live right now or eventually tuning in later on. We want to welcome you and look forward to getting back to in-person uh, again, just by way of announcements. Our plan is October the 17th. Hopefully, we'll be able to get back to somewhat normal meeting in-person with regular services on Sunday the 17th. Our deacons will be meeting next Wednesday, a week and a half from now, just to kind of make sure everything's still on go and they will uh, notify us of any changes, if there are any, but as of right now, the plan is to go back October 17th on a normal schedule. Uh, by way of prayer request, uh, our, our list obviously just continues to grow, and we have so many within our church that are, are dealing with or have been dealing with uh, COVID. Uh, many are at home uh, and, and just trying to uh, honestly just get through it. Uh, and get past it. Uh, we still have Melanie who is in the hospital. We want to continue to, to pray for her and lift her up. Uh, and then all the others that are dealing with uh, COVID and then those that have lost loved ones uh, here of late. Uh, we want to certainly remember them as well. And so before we pray, I want to go ahead and, and give you an idea of where we're going to be. That way you can uh, mark it in your Bible. Uh, we're going to be in Psalm 31. That's where we're going to be looking this evening. Psalm 31 verses 14, uh, and then we're going to go all the way to the end of the chapter, so 14 through 24. So there's about 10 or 11 verses there that we'll, we're going to look at. Going to start uh, unpacking, if you will, what we talked about this morning in the message titled "Be Satisfied," and in in that message. Uh, I broke down, uh, you know, being satisfied in God's timing, being satisfied in God's uh, provision, and being satisfied in God's power. And so tonight we're going to look at uh, what it looks like uh, and, and what it means to be satisfied in God's timing. And so before we jump into Psalm 31, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the time that we have. Again, the opportunity. Uh, though it's not the, the best scenario, uh, Lord, it's the opportunity you've given us right now uh, to meet on Facebook Live. Uh, Lord, we have no idea the eyes and ears that, that are going to, to tune in and watch and listen. And I just pray that whether it be now or later, Lord Jesus, that you would use this time, you would use this opportunity for your honor and for your glory. Ultimately, Lord, bringing about conviction uh, and, and courage and confidence or that we need uh, in order to, to grow in our walk with you. So however that looks, whatever that takes, Lord, may we be uh, willing uh, to, to accept it and, and willing uh, to, to bow down and, and humble ourselves, uh, Lord, so that we may know you more and grow closer to you. God, we pray for our, our uh prayer request. Lord, you know each and every one on the list that's in front of me and on the list that's in our uh, weekly bulletin. Lord, every need you're aware of, 
Lord, you know uh, exactly what they need and when they need it. And so, Lord Jesus, I pray that you would provide exactly what's needed for them and those around them. Lord, we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. All right, so here we go. Uh, Be satisfied in God's timing. Uh, I couldn't help but to think, obviously, this is one of my favorite times of the year from a sports perspective because football is in full swing. Although I'm not a huge football fan, I still love uh, to watch football. I'm a baseball fan, and so uh, the Braves won their division the other night, and so they're headed into the playoffs. Playoff time is just around the corner, just a few days away. And so I'm excited that, you know, football, baseball is going on and so many other things. The weather's starting to change. It's starting to get cooler. Uh, And so I just I love this time of the year. So with that being said, there's a couple of things that I wanted to kind of draw your attention to as we think about, you know, just timing in general. Uh, You could think about a watch. Um, You could think about a car. Uh, you could think about in, in terms of athletics, uh, you know, um, uh, the, a quarterback to a wide receiver, okay, or a batter stepping up to the plate facing a pitcher. All of these things require timing. And if something gets off, for instance, in a watch or in a car, a gear or a belt uh, gets off, it throws the whole timing off. The same in in football with a a quarterback and a wide receiver. In fact, uh, a local team here, if you saw it, uh, I saw it this morning that their quarterback after midnight was back out on the field, the game field, working on some throws because I'm sure if you were to ask him, some timing was off. And some timing has been off, if, if we're honest, right? Um, but, you know, you may turn on the TV here just a little bit. You may have the TV on right now, and there's a football game playing in the background. Well, timing is essential on a football field. To a batter in baseball, timing is essential. You have to have timing to be successful. For a car to run properly, there, there has everything has to be in sync, right? And, and that, that's so true for so many things. That, that we uh, witness or are a part of every single day. It's just a, a fact of life that timing is essential. Um, I thought about this when I got home just a little bit ago. Um, Sandra and the boys were watching um, Andy Griffith, and I thought, you know, I don't remember the episode. Some of you do, and you can name it without even having to go back and look. But the episode where Barney is, is singing in the, the choir, um, it's off, isn't it? His timing is off. It just doesn't sound good. It would be much like me trying to sing to you right now, which I'm not going to try to do because timing is not going to help me at the end of the day. I just can't sing. But I thought about, you know, Barney's singing. It's just, you know, it's just there's something about it that's just off. Well, the same is true in times in in our lives, in, in our walk with the Lord. Sometimes our timing is off and 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 sometimes uh, we fail to recognize god's timing and and that's what i want to to focus on with you all this evening i want you to think about this is a question that you can write down and 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 chew on over the next few days or the next week if you want to Uh, but i want you to think about 
a specific time in your life where you recognized God's timing in full effect. Maybe you recognized it immediately right then, or maybe it was you know, a, a week later or a year later or years later. You didn't realize God's timing in your life, but it was there. Let, let me help you kind of frame this up just a little bit better. When I recognize God's timing, here's, here's how I can sum it up. It's one of those but God moments. Only God could have done that. Only God could have orchestrated that. Only God could have organized that. And that's how I am, am able to, to, it kind of helps me to see and realize and recognize God's timing in my life. If not, then, then maybe this will help you going you know, beyond tonight, uh, beyond this Facebook Live. This will help you in recognizing God's timing in your own life. And so Psalm 31, somewhat a familiar passage, uh, a familiar character within Scripture, uh, for sure. Um, David, King David, we, we shared this morning or we were in Ecclesiastes this morning and Solomon, is, is that's David's son, uh, was, was the writer of, of uh, Ecclesiastes. And now uh, we're going to, to David's life to look at how he recognized God's timing in his own personal life. And so Psalm 31 is, is a chapter, some of your Bibles, uh, the heading above chapter 31 may say, may say a plea for protection. This was a, a moment, a season uh, in David's life where David was being pursued. He was being chased after. His life was in jeopardy. David found himself many, many times in this situation. We don't know a specific uh, what was specifically going on here, but we do know for a fact that, that David, David was uh, fleeing for his life. Uh, and, and the only place that he knew to turn in this particular time, in this season of his life, was to turn to the Lord. And so we're going to pick it up in verse 14 and read 10 verses there, and then we're going to break this down just a little bit together. But verse 14 says, But I trust in you, Lord. This is David talking. I say you are my God. The course of my life is in your power. Deliver me from the power of my enemies and from my persecutors. You know, let, let me just say this before I keep reading, that when you're struggling with recognizing and realizing God's timing or just needing uh, God's timing in your life, this could be your declaration. Verse 16, he says, Show your favor to your servants. Save me by your faithful love. Lord, do not let me be disgraced when I call on you. Let the wicked be disgraced. Let them be silent. Let lying lips be quieted. They speak arrogantly against the righteous with pride and contempt. How great is your goodness that you have stored up for those who fear you and accomplished in the sight of everyone for, whose, or for those who take refuge in you. Verse 20, you hide them in the protection of your presence. You conceal them in a shelter from the schemes of men, from quarrelsome tongues. May the Lord be praised, for he has wonderfully shown his faithful love to me in a city under siege. In my alarm, I have said I am cut off from your sight, but you heard the sound of my pleading when I cried to you for help. 
Love the Lord, all his faithfulness, or all his faithful ones. The Lord protects the loyal, but fully repays the arrogant. Last verse, verse 24. Be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. And so the first point I want to bring you to in those first couple of verses, just knowing where David's at, knowing what he's going through, the fact that he is uh, fearing for his life. I can't help but to think that when I think of God's timing, the fact that it's real, that, that you and I, uh, it's as real as you and I sitting here right now, the fact that God's timing is real. It's a real thing. You know, on every page, we could turn through Scripture, every single page of Scripture, there's a story being told. And in that story is embedded God's timing. You know, the same is true with our lives. Within the pages of our life, guess what? God's timing is real. It's real and it hasn't caught him off guard at all. In the calm, in the busyness, in the chaos, doesn't matter. In, in, in David's instance, fearing for his life, he says, but I trust in you, Lord. You are my God. The course of my life, you catch that? The course of my life is in your power. Deliver me from the power of my enemies and from my persecutors. That was David's declaration when he needed God's timing the most. It was as real as real could get for David. He feared for his life. And in that moment, in that real, raw moment, he says, Lord, I trust in you. You are my God. That's real. And he was crying out. For God to show up and be on time. I, I could go through countless stories of my own life where God showed up and he was on time. And it's as real, that story is as real as me and you sitting here right now. Number two, point number two, God's timing is needed. It's needed. We need God's timing in our own lives. You look at a few verses there, and, and David gets specific in, in his uh, plea, in his crying out to the Lord. Show your favor to your servants, he says. Save me by your faithful love. Lord, do not let me be disgraced when I call on you. Let the wicked be disgraced. Let them be silent. You see, that that's David. David is saying, I, Lord, I need you. I need you right now. And so three things, I guess little sub-points of this point that I wanted to point out to you guys. Number one, the, the fact that we have to recognize we need God's timing in our lives. We have to recognize that. There, there's not a second or a minute or an hour of, of any day that goes by that you and I shouldn't rely on the Lord's timing. We, we, should, we should desire the Lord's timing each and every day. In every moment, every second of every moment, we should desire 
God's timing because we need it. We need those but God moments in our lives. Number two, we have to wait on God's timing. That's probably the toughest, the hardest of them all. We have to wait on God's timing. Sometimes we don't recognize God's timing in the moment. You know, the, the most common example that I can think of, um, I tell people all the time right now uh, with our family and our dynamic and, and all that we have going on, that we're scattered and splattered. I don't know why I use that. That's just what I say. We're scattered and splattered because we're all over the place. Every day, every evening, something's going on. We're somewhere doing something. Okay? That's just the reality of where we are. And I'm not complaining about it. I love it because I've, I've learned to understand as I've gotten older and Sandra's helped me understand that, you know, our boys are only going to be this old one time. And so... What, what I have what I've come to realize though is so much time to spend on the road and even with what I do with work I spend so much time on the road that a lot of times I'll get in a hurry and in my hurry uh, I will uh, you know get get slowed down by somebody pulling out in front of me or you know having to stop and get gas or whatever it may be and I'm delayed a few minutes only to realize a few minutes up the road guess what there's a wreck Right. And had I not been delayed for that amount of time, who knows? And I'll never know. We'll never know. But that that's just an example that I thought of that, you know, when it comes to us waiting on the Lord's timing in our lives, so many times we get impatient. We want to do things ourselves. We want to we want to get out in front of our headlights and, and man, when we do that, we end up creating more of a mess than we would have had we have just stayed in the moment and trusted in and waited on God's timing. Number three, we have to trust in God's timing. So not only do we have to recognize we need God's timing, we have to wait on it and we have to trust it. Don't get lost in the storm. Trust in God's timing. Some of you might be in a place or in a season in your life right now where you're just you're struggling, and it's hard. And 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 because of, of everything going on around you right now, it's hard to see where God is, let alone His timing in your life. Don't get lost in that storm. Don't get lost in it. Know that God has a reason and a purpose for the season in which you're going through right now. And trust in His timing. That in His perfect plan, and His perfect will for your life, His timing will be on time. And it will be perfect. Trust in that. Point number three, God's timing is perfect. I just hit it on that just a second ago. But He says in verses 23 and 24, Love the Lord, all His faithful ones. The Lord protects the loyal, but fully repays the arrogant. And then verse 24, he simply says, Be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. God's timing is perfect. In, in this season that David was in, even though he feared for his life, and, and there's a really good chance in, in this moment in David's life, he's in a cave tucked back somewhere, hiding in fear of his life. And guess what? 
even in that moment, even in that storm in his life, he believed in God's perfect timing. There's a reason why you're going through what you're going through. There's a reason why I go through the things that I go through and I experience. Because it's all a part of God's timing and plan for our life. Again, we could turn to any page in Scripture. We could probably turn to any page in the book of, of our lives. And guess what? On every page, there's an instance, there's an occasion where we could see and we could pinpoint God's perfect timing play out in our life. If we don't have every second of every minute figured out, and you know I'm grateful that I don't, you know what? It's okay. We don't have to have every second of every moment figured out. We don't have to. Because God already has it mapped out. He already knows. He already knows the, the mountaintops that we're going to experience. He already knows the valleys that you and I are going to go through. And so here's where we're going to land the plane. You and I very simply have to be satisfied in God's timing. To know that whatever we go through, in, in the wake of, of uncertainty or in that mountaintop experience and anywhere and everywhere in between, guess what? God's timing is perfect. You think of David and his life and, and many moons ago before he became King David, he found himself where? Uh, on a ridge near a valley, right? Where on the other side stood Goliath and the Philistines. And nobody expected, nobody knew that he was coming. And certainly nobody expected and nobody knew that David was going to be able to do what he was able to do through the power of God. Why? Because God's timing is perfect. You see, that's a but God moment. And that was a mountaintop moment. We've all experienced those. And then here we are, fast forward years later, and David's probably again somewhere tucked away in a cave, fearing for his life, seeking shelter for his life. And yet, there's a but God moment. And that happens right here, where he believes that in God's perfect timing, his will is going to prevail, and his children are going to be protected. His children are going to be cared for. And his children are going to be victorious. Trust in God's timing. Be satisfied in God's timing in your life. Because God's timing is always on time. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you again uh, just for the reminder that, that is embedded deep in your word. That, Lord, we can be satisfied in you and everything about you. Lord, even your timing, though we may not understand it, though we may not see it right off, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your timing. And thank you for the fact that it's not up to us 
and that we're not in control because if we were, we think this world's in chaos now, oh, it'd be a hundred times worse. So thank you, God, for your timing, for your perfect will that you have mapped out. Lord, I pray for our folks right now. I pray for anyone watching this video right now, Lord, that may be struggling with, with understanding, with, with coming to grips, with uh, believing in or seeing your timing in their life. Lord, I pray that in, in some way, shape, or form, very soon, God, you would reveal to them just how perfect your timing is and that it's on time. When we need it and how we need it, God. Lord, again, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. We pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Hope you guys have a great evening. Have a great week. And we'll see you on Wednesday evening.